Super Talk Mississippi media production. Specializing in Ford, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams. CorinthAutoGroup.com and FordOfCorinth.com, where cars and happy drivers meet. Visit us now in person or online with the experience you deserve. All right, everybody, welcome into the Rebel Report. I'm Michael Borky. Always glad that you guys are with me. Ole Miss loses late last night, very early this morning, to Arkansas 3-2, setting up a winner-take-all. Well, sort of a winner-take-all. Winner goes to the championship series. Loser goes home in Omaha today at 3 o'clock while I'm on the radio. So we'll try our best to make that good. But for now, here is the uh, post-game reaction to Ole Miss losing to Arkansas again 3-2. Tight game, bases loaded, no out in the ninth, only could get one run across. There was a couple of personnel changes as well that uh, were worth talking about. And then, of course, the non-out at second base that led to Arkansas's third run. Highly controversial. Talk about all that as well. But first, I want to remind you that the podcast is brought to you by LBs just across from Kroger on University Avenue in Oxford. Go by and see Greg and the good people there at LBs. They're big supporters of Ole Miss sports, especially baseball. Uh, They have daily lunch specials Monday through Friday. But if you are cooking with meat, that's the place to start. LBs just across from Kroger on University right there in Oxford. Also, the podcast is brought to you by Advantage Business Systems, absms.com. If you are located anywhere inside of the state of Mississippi and you are in the market for office technology, so anything from copiers and printers and mail machines to cloud storage, data security, uh, phone systems, whatever it is, if it's technology, if it's in the office, Advantage Business Systems has you covered. absms.com is the website. Tell them I sent you, you get a complimentary office technology assessment. So you tell them what you need and what your budget is. They'll come out and assess it and give you a quote absolutely free to you. If you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, if you're listening in browser, go to your favorite podcast app, whatever that podcast app is, your favorite one, and find this there. Just search Rebel Report and subscribe. And if you feel like it, leave a rating and a review. Also, follow me on Twitter, Facebook, or YouTube, all under the same name, Michael Borky, B-O-R-K-E-Y, and follow there on all the social media channels. So now that all that is out of the way, here it is now, the post-game live reaction to Ole Miss and Arkansas, game one, well, game two, actually, of Ole Miss and Arkansas, but Ole Miss the loser last night, three to two, here that is right now. Anyway, so if yeah, if you got thoughts, if you got comments, whatever, we will um, we'll read them. T is frothing at the mouth. They say we uh, looked like April. They also say Christian says fingertip reviews don't like the Rebs game deciding call. Literally, it was. Um, if that's where we want to start tonight, that's where we can. Uh, that's certainly, um, certainly where we can start. Um. Look, he was out. He was out. Um, It was extremely close. I understand why the call stood. If he'd have been called out on the field, that that probably would have stood. Probably would have. Um, But look, you can see glove touch fingers before fingers touch the base. You you can see that. You absolutely can. I understand why it wasn't called that way. But you can see that glove touched 
fingers before fingers touched bag in an indisputable way. Um, you know, maybe I'm looking at that unlike Kyle Peterson. I don't know. I don't know what Kyle Peterson saw there or what what he did not see because that's what uh, that's what I saw. Um, but the thing is, even though I do think that he was out and that should have been called out, and that was Arkansas's third run and the deciding run of the game, you can really only look to yourselves. You know what I mean? I mean it, this team lost because they didn't hit the baseball tonight. Uh, they were fooled all night by the slider. Uh, batters one through four on the night had one hit, and it was Justin Bench in the ninth, and that was an infield single. So Bench went one for four. Gonzalez had 0 for four. He lo- he looks really uncomfortable at the plate lately. Uh, Elko went 0 for three, and Graham went 0 for four. And then at the bottom, uh, Dunhurst looked really bad and uncomfortable at the plate. Uh, you y- didn't you didn't produce that. That's the story. As much as everybody's going to rightfully want to talk uh, about. The, the out that wasn't at second base, it's really hard to say that that's the only reason when offensively they didn't execute and they didn't produce tonight. That, that's the story of the night tonight. It's offensively they didn't execute, they didn't produce, they were fooled by the slider. Uh, the, the, the top of the order simply did not produce tonight. Uh, credit you know belongs to Arkansas for you know pitching well. Smith was good. Uh, really located that slider and had Ole Miss fooled. Uh, but that's the story. That's the story of the night. That's why Ole Miss lost. It's because they didn't hit the baseball. Uh, they they uh, looked really bad at the plate tonight. That's why they lost. Should it have been different if that call was correct? Sure. But when you only score two runs, uh, when you're this deep into uh, Arkansas's pitching staff, where they're throwing a guy that they've been bringing out of the pen in the postseason because he's been bad as a starter lately, and and you make him look like um, Shohei Otani, then you know that's that's kind of what you get, you know. So uh, Gaddis was certainly good enough, gave you exactly what you needed. Washburn was good enough, absolutely good enough to win, and so was Jack Doherty. He had. Uh, getting out of that bases loaded jam uh, was a huge spot. Ole Miss pitched it well enough to win tonight. And uh, before I get to, to some comments, I, I do want to say I, I saw a lot of people, it, it, and everybody's caught up, you know, prisoner of the moment, emotional and stuff. And people say things that, you know, they don't necessarily mean. They're just fired up uh, in the moment. I disagreed personally with the uh, the decision to um, – Take Calvin Harris out and pinch hit for him, and you saw why in the ninth when you would have much rather had him up in the ninth. You took two at-bats away from possibly your your hottest hitter. That was a bad decision. Uh, But when people say two things, when people say that Mike Bianco was coaching for tomorrow, please show your work on that. What do you mean by that? that? That he was coaching for tomorrow. What does that mean? Because absolutely, in terms of pitching, they did everything correctly. They did everything right. They, they got exactly what they needed on the mound. And to play tight, or they, they, they were tight, that's easy to say when they're not hitting the ball. Uh, maybe they were, maybe they weren't, I don't know. But 
the, the top of the order didn't execute and produce. Did that mean they were tight? Maybe, maybe so. But you had pressure-packed situations where your pitchers executed for nine innings tonight. So, but also Kemp Alderman was great. So if you're going to say the team was tight, well, the pitchers weren't tight. Kemp Alderman wasn't tight. You know, so I don't know. I, I, I don't. I just don't agree when it happens one time. Uh, and if, you know, if they look like this tomorrow, then maybe that's, that's what, that's what it can be. I just, you know, they looked tight. Well, no, they couldn't hit sliders. It, it doesn't mean they were tight. It, it means that they were getting fooled by the slider. And then people, you know, I saw some people, why, why are they swinging at clear balls? It's like, because they're throwing sliders in this, this, they they were really good and sharp tonight. The ball starts in the zone and and it drops out of the zone. And yes, they swung at a lot of two strike sliders uh, that they probably should have expected. But I don't. It doesn't mean tightness. It, it doesn't mean Bianco coached for tomorrow or he coached tight. They lost a game against a, a good team, a one run game against a good team, uh, where the top of the lineup didn't execute tonight. That that's. That's what it is. I, I'm just I'm not ready to to make these sweeping declarations about tightness or whatever after uh, after that. So show your work on the he coached for tomorrow thing. Show your work on that because that that honestly doesn't make any sense. They got exactly what they needed on the mound tonight. Absolutely, you would have taken this ten times over uh, if you were offered that. If you told me that they were going to give up three runs, one of which came after a pretty controversial call, I would have told you that they were winning tonight. So, Bill says, think they may have been, there may have been two strikes thrown during that 8K streak, chasing balls a foot outside over and over. I'm telling you, man, the Smith's slider was really good. It, you know, the other guys are are good and and play well and, and pitch well too, you know, um, TJ just can't hit under pressure. Yeah, see, that's the that's where you, you wanted Calvin Harris in the game. That's why one pinching for somebody that hasn't played much lately, taking your regardless of the lefty righty thing, taking your hottest hitter out for somebody that hasn't really played in a month. That's a questionable decision, and then you you got bit by it again later on in the game. Call the Hogs. Uh, no. No, I will not do that. Coop DeVille says that game reminded him of the Texas-Mississippi State game last year, the Texas one. Greg's wondering where Ty Malone is. Um, no, he didn't make the road trip. He's not on the travel roster. Uh, no, he's not He's not ready for, for this yet. Um, you know, he looked good in pinch-hitting situations a, a couple of times early this year against non-conference teams, but nah, he, he's not ready for this yet. And Bill, I do agree with you. I, I I don't know what KP was looking at. I, I don't know what people when they say it's clearly safe. I don't know what you're talking about. There there is there is no way you can see the angle from from top right and see the glove clearly hit and disrupt the path of the hands and tell me that a tag was not applied there. You can't. You can't tell me, uh, or you can't look at that and say anything other uh, than that. It's. There's really no counter argument to it. Glove touched fingers before fingers touched base. 
but Ole Miss only has themselves to blame tonight for uh, for losing that game. Larry, you're right. See, I agree with you. Can't blame the call. Got to hit the ball, especially in the ninth. Yeah, when you've got bases loaded, no out, and the only run you score is on an infield single, then you know that you they just simply did not execute. And yeah, Pete, Calvin Harris needed two more at bats. Uh, that 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 decision is. Uh, and not even in hindsight, you know, I've got proof in a group message here. I would show it to you, but I don't want to reveal who's in it. Um, that the the decision was being questioned by us before the results came. Uh, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty. If there had been a base hit there, everybody would have praised it. But in that moment, taking your your hottest hitter out and and taking two at bats away from him for objectively worse hitters is that one should sting more than the, the no call at second to me. Yep. Garrett, that uh, it looked out to me too. That was a big play. Uh, who does Ole Miss pitch tomorrow? I can tell you who Ole Miss is going to pitch tomorrow. It's still in Delusia. You have to win. And it's still in Delusia tomorrow. Gonzalez, Elko, and Graham dropped the bag. Absolutely. They had chances, too. Uh, they had opportunities to to get something going, and, and they did not. Uh, going into tomorrow, who has the advantage on the mound? Uh, it's kind of a wash. Both really, really, really good pitchers going at it tomorrow. Uh, so I, I think it's kind of a wash there. Clement should have just told them to take pitches, make them throw a few fastballs. The problem is the the two strike slider was what was getting them, and you know I, I guess what you're saying is to to get to two strikes, but it's just so hard when you've got a plate protect and you've got two strikes, and this ball starts in the zone and it just drops out of the zone. I mean, kid's got great stuff. He's just erratic, but the stuff is electric, and he showed you that tonight. Chase, it's no, but that's the thing, man. There's not debate. There's not debate at all. So they didn't get the review right. There is not debate. Um, it is clear. I understand why they chose to make it stand, but glove hit fingers before fingers hit base. Objectively, that's what happened. Uh, who in relief? Uh, Mallets. Uh, you go Mallets Johnson. So yeah, Delusia Mallets Johnson. They're, they're both rested and, and ready. They can give you. Um, they can give you what you need. Corey says I've never seen a strike zone that big. When Dunhurst got hit uh, from Bill, that was such a gift. I really thought Ole Miss was going to pull it out at that point. I did. Uh, I did as well. Um, Ole Miss fans say clear out. The rest of us say, man, I don't know. No, see that? No. Mm -mm. People on the internet unwilling to to see what's obvious doesn't mean the umpires got it right. That doesn't prove anything. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They lost because they couldn't hit. But just because people online or the Mississippi State fans in your circle think that it's not clear. Doesn't mean that that's the right answer. Um, 
but it, it doesn't matter. If Ole Miss scores more than one run with bases loaded and nobody out, then then that's all it takes. Um, I realize it's coming off a loss, T says. Thanks, but I really don't have a good feeling about tomorrow. Um, I understand that. I do. Uh, the, you know, it would be different, I think, if they lost, you know, seven to six and the offense looked really good and stuff like that, you know. Uh, but the the way it just slider after slider after slider after slider um, just fooled them all night is a uh, is a concern for uh, for sure. The only only silver lining is you get to counter their best pitcher with your own. Um, Saturday to Thursday is plenty of rest for Delusia uh, to, to be effective. And again, you, you have Mallets and Johnson that should be fully uh, rested and available uh, to go tomorrow, no doubt. Uh, but then the issue is if you win, which cart before the horse, all that, but if you win, then no Delusia on Saturday and Sunday in the championship series, which puts you way behind. I know Oklahoma's thrilled with the result tonight. That's for sure. They've got a huge leg up now on whoever wins this game. Um, huge leg up on whoever wins this game now because that is uh, – that is – it changes everything for them. It does because they won't see either staff's ace and – except for maybe possibly a uh, a game three, and then it's short rest. So, shorter rest. Man, I'm seeing a lot. This is, gosh, I'm going to turn into a Mike Bieko defender, but I I have seen a lot of, um, again, people are hot, emotions, all that, but, like, Mike can't win the big game. And stuff like that. Like, what the hell do you think you're doing here? How, how can you say he can't win big games while they're one win away from making the championship series? Like, I, I've been critical like that before, but maybe wait a year before that is. Um, maybe wait a year before, you know, you, you bring that stuff back up when you have one a regional and a super regional and two games in Omaha. You know, I, this is not the right time to be pulling that kind of stuff out. I don't know. I, I mean, even if they lose tomorrow, that, that's still not a valid criticism this year. You, you can't really do that anymore. Oh, Chase, you know it's coming too, man. You you know, you know it's coming. The The... And it's only really going to be people on the internet, I think. I think, but I could be wrong. I don't know. I mean, you've heard some of the text we get on the radio show and some of the things that people say, but no doubt you're you're going to get that. And I say that as somebody that spent the entire year talking about it, you know? But when you, as a three-seed, win a regional and a super and two games in Omaha, the, the you you can't do the can't win big games thing. You can't do that. They they have to get here, but he, I mean, here I am. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, what else? What else? What else? Where, uh, where do we go? Um, 
Gaddis, Washburn, Doherty, really good. Um, the the approach at the plate was just brutal. Uh, Chase also says, and he's not kidding about this. He he's been on this. He said, "I've called the Fire Bianco crowd morons for years, including midseason." Not hindsight. He uh, there is no hindsight there. there. There are the receipts buried in the comment section or a text line somewhere from this guy. Uh, he says, "I've been on the. You have to keep Bianco trained the entire time." That is absolutely. Absolutely true. Allen says Bianco's not out there hitting with the bases loaded. No, but see, you you can you can be critical while also not go that far, right? Like again, t- Calvin Harris should have had a bat in his hands in that moment. He did not because of an earlier decision that I didn't think was the right one. But you know, I saw people saying things like he's just coaching for tomorrow, and and what, what do you mean by that? What do you mean by that? Because that doesn't make sense. It does not uh, at all. Did I do post-game shows after MSU games during the College World Series? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Here, I'll actually... uh, This is one of my favorite moments. Um, It's funny you mentioned Tahoe's, Chase. I've actually got one. It's much older than than 2020, but I've actually got one of those. Um, here, this is not many people watched me back then. In fact, this video only has 54 views. Not that like my YouTube channel is big. It's actually quite tiny, but this is, uh, this is how, this is how the video started after the. Yeah, that's how we uh, that's how we started it. Uh, my little guy, my gosh, he's so small. You're you're bringing me down memory lane now, man. Um, he's so small. He still wears that shirt too. The the one he's got on, it's just a little bit smaller on him. But yeah, I did these. Uh, I did them in the morning though. But uh, every day during Mississippi State's run uh, last year, I was uh, I was live with you guys every day. It was a lot of fun, man. Uh, there was a lot fewer of you. A lot fewer of you back then. There's still not that many of you. Um, but I do like this uh, this YouTube thing. I actually really do enjoy it. I hope you guys, uh, I hope you guys do too. Um, anyway. Yeah, I've, I've got a, a much older one. It's all beat up. But uh, the the reference is a good one. If you have a 2020 Tahoe, you don't finance a new one because a 2022 simply exists. Yeah, but have you seen it? I don't know if I like the new models on the 2022. I know I'm looking at your example in a literal sense. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if I like the new models. I think I would stick with a 20 because I think that's pretty good. Corey says, no matter what, I'm a rebel. Todd says, doesn't look like the Ole Miss fan base is going to show up like the Bulldogs did. I was there last year when we played Texas, and there was at least 16,000 state fans and more than that when they played Vandy. There, there's, it's like that there. And, you know, apples to oranges, but we're, what were gas prices this time last year? Changed things a little. But there's there's a sizable amount of Ole Miss fans there, like that that size, yeah. 
Um, yeah, the, the balconies, it, it's what you have to do now. That That's the, more than anything else. Um, it's just the, the kind of thing that you have to do now because you're not selling those seats. You're not selling those seats. So you've got to find a way to get people to sit in them because organically, just as they were, you're not selling them. So you've got to do something. So I always give credit to to people, whoever made that decision there, to to do that because that's what you have to do now. People pretending that you can still just fill up your stadium every game, it, it, it's just false. Like, oh, well, they love our town and they're going to come because they love the Bulldogs. Nope. And that, that, that applies to every college football team in America, including Alabama, who did not fill up every seat for the Ole Miss game at 2.30 on CBS with Lane Kiffin bringing a ranked team to Tuscaloosa. So if they can't do it, nobody can. But anyway. Uh, 3-2 to two Arkansas winner over Ole Miss. Uh, I will not be doing one of these tomorrow in the same way because the game starts during the radio show. So I will be in the studio. I'll be in the studio tomorrow instead of here with you so we will literally just be reacting live um we'll be re <laughs> be re- reacting live like on the radio show for three hours to the game so i'll get home and i'll do one of these at 7 30 so we'll mark your calendars if you will uh 7 45 somewhere in there We'll just we'll put the little guy down. When I get home, I'll just I I, I want to play with him and stuff before I, I put him to bed. So um, that's the plan because the game will end around six. It, it's not going to be right after. It's just not. Um, so seven forty five ish tomorrow, regardless of what happens, uh, we'll be live. Uh, if Ole Miss wins tomorrow, can they beat Oklahoma? Can they? Sure, absolutely. But uh, they're at a huge disadvantage. Whoever wins this game tomorrow is at a huge disadvantage because Oklahoma will be rested and um, and ready. So, yeah. Hit that like button, guys. Yeah, hit that like button. I would appreciate that. I know there's uh, fewer um, fewer of you right now, and I understand why. And... Uh, you guys are probably really nervous, and that's okay. But, hey, we'll try our best. We'll try We'll try our best to uh, give you a good radio show and then a good one of these tonight. How good is Oklahoma sitting? Uh, unbelievably. I mean, it, it, they were rooting so hard for uh, for Arkansas tonight. It's, um, it's not even funny. I mean, Oklahoma is my pick to win the national championship, regardless of who wins tomorrow. Because of how well this sets up for them. Because of how well this sets up for them. So, uh, rough night. Rough night for Ole Miss. They suffer their first loss in uh, in this tournament. Can they bounce back? We will see. They've got their guy on the mound, but it's not going to matter if they can't produce at the plate. Again, the top of the order. One through four for uh, Ole Miss. One hit. So, four, eight, 12, 15. One for 15 was the top four in Ole Miss's order tonight. That is brutal. So, anyway, thank you guys so much for uh, for tuning in. I appreciate all of you, and I will see you tomorrow, 7.45 or so. We'll see you then.
Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.